Hey everyone, welcome to episode 59 of the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host and your coach, Emily Erica, and today I want to acknowledge that there's no music and the sound quality and editing are also different. And that is because I'm lucky enough to be on vacation when I'm recording and posting this. And so today I am talking about allowing the ups and downs of life. And notice that I didn't say enjoying or even embracing the ups and downs, because frankly, I don't think we often can or are really meant to enjoy or embrace the downs. But nor do I believe that we are meant to erase or even minimize the downs. And yet I think the latter is our propensity. And I'm not sure whether that comes from our nature or our nurture. Probably both. It makes sense that instinctually we seek to magnify or hold on to what feels good and minimize or avoid what feels bad. But I do think our cultural stories and advertising are what make us believe that to have any pain or anxiety or sadness is somehow wrong. We're sold on the American dream that says if you get a good job and a good house and a good spouse and maybe 2.5 kids and a dog, if that's your thing, that you've got it made. And from thenceforth, your life will be happily ever after. And so then, so many of us have it made and wonder then why we aren't always happy. We walk around thinking that because we have jobs, homes, social connections, and stuff, that we therefore shouldn't feel pain or shouldn't experience things like anxiety. And as a society, we've really begun to medicate these things away. I'm currently reading a book about the, op- excuse me, the opioid crisis, And it's incredible how over the past 40 or so years, our concept of pain and caring for pain has changed so much. Years ago, doctors saw pain as something beneficial to the body, as something that helped the body heal. And yet today, doctors are vilified if they don't quickly and completely eliminate a patient's pain. To be in any pain is considered to be unacceptable. And the same goes for things like anxiety and sadness. We think that we should not experience and thus should not accept these things. Anxiety in particular is such a buzzword these days. Everyone talks about having anxiety as if it's a virus they've caught and need to get over rather than something common to the human condition. Because at the end of the day, pain and anxiety, they are part of that human condition. We never rid ourselves of pain or problems to worry about, no matter how successful we are. And we really need to get our expectations straight about these things. Because when we feel that we are wrong for experiencing them, that's when we start suffering. When we think that we are in error or that life isn't working the way it's supposed to, that's when things go from bad to worse. 
instead of just feeling bad and allowing things to heal or move on, we have a problem that we need to fix. And yet we really don't know how. We think we have some measure of power to fix these things that we come to see as problems, but really we don't. Our only control is that we can resist or we can surrender and let go. I always find that very ironic. My control is only that I can choose to let go. That's it. I can't control the circumstances in my life, nor in many cases my initial automatic reactions to them. All I can really do is consciously let go and enjoy what I can and accept the rest. And the more I can accept those negative experiences, the faster they leave my experience. When I don't turn them into lasting problems that require fixes, when I don't fixate on them, they disappear as quickly as they appeared. One of my favorite movies is Parenthood with Steve Martin. And in it, there's a great scene where his old grandmother speaks to him about how messy life is. And she likens life to a roller coaster. She says, quote, It was just so interesting to me that a ride could make me so frightened, so scared, so sick, so excited, and so thrilled altogether. Some didn't like it. They went on the merry-go-round. And that just goes around. Nothing. I like the roller coaster. You get more out of it. End quote. I just love that metaphor and I love the contrast between the two rides. Because you know what? Sometimes you do want the merry-go-round. Sometimes you want safe and satisfying. And that's not to say there aren't downsides to that. It's not as thrilling and you will likely run into boredom and feel like you are missing out when you play it safe. But sometimes you want more and you're willing to risk a little more negative for a little more reward. And notice that in both of these examples, the risk and reward is equally matched. You might bring to mind the dopamine seesaw that I spoke of in the last few episodes. When we don't push the seesaw too far in one direction, we don't get the pushback in the other. And again, that's not to say we should always remain absolutely center and in the middle, as much as I like the middle way. It's a great guideline. But when you think about life, don't you think that the reward of, say, great love is worth great risk? You find a partner, have children, maybe even adopt a pet. And there's hard work that goes into those relationships. And there's great risk that those companions will leave you one day and that you will be heartbroken. Your partner might pass away before you do. Your pet surely will. And God forbid if you lose a child before his or her time. And yet, we don't forego these relationships because we believe that the risks are worth the rewards. 
And that is the other thing I think we need to understand about the downs, about the pain and the anxiety we feel at times. Much of the time, they are inherent to the ups and the good that we feel. Our joyful and painful emotions are often two sides of the very same coin. The grief we feel when someone dies can only exist because we loved them so very much. And the deeper the love, the deeper the grief. And they are so intricately tied together that they are almost a part of each other. Is grief really grief or is it love that is so intense that we feel like we can't handle it? I find lately that some of the most intense emotion I feel is gratitude. That is what makes my heart almost hurt. There is such a pressure and intensity. And you know, I think before I might have mistook that for pain, for something that I wanted to minimize and make it go away. But the more I have learned to allow that emotional intensity, the more I've come to view it differently and see that it's not really painful at all. What it is, though, is incredibly vulnerable. And therein lies that risk. When I recognize all that I have, when I become acutely aware of how precious everything around me is, of how precious life itself is, I also become acutely aware that it could all be lost and that, in fact, much of it will be at some point. Brene Brown says that it's when we feel joy that we are at our most vulnerable. It's when you acknowledge that something is so precious that you realize how much you don't want to lose it. And I think, too, it's by contemplating how you would feel if you lost something that you realize how much you love it. And my larger point here is that we must learn to lean hard into both kinds of emotions, into the ups and the downs, because most of the time the one does not exist without the other. Even when we are faced with something as mundane as a task we don't want to do, there is the relief that we feel after that task is complete. And that relief would not be possible without the initial unpleasantness. And when it comes to weight loss, there are so many moments of discomfort that we encounter as we create new habits and become someone new. Becoming someone new is hard. Even when we make it as easy as possible on ourselves, The simple act of making a few decisions differently than you made the day before is difficult and uncomfortable. But that risk of discomfort brings with it great reward. And there is another positive side of that coin that we need to keep in mind. And we need to see that if something is difficult or uncomfortable, That means we're doing it right and that we're headed in the right direction. 
If we want real change, then we do need to get off the merry-go-round and get on the riskier roller coaster. Because at the end of the day, no matter what we achieve, pain, sadness, and anxiety will still be a part of life. We can't accomplish those away. We can't pay for those things to go away. And we can't truly medicate those things away either. We will experience some form of discomfort so long as we're alive. And so you might as well choose the discomfort that is going to get you closer to your goals and all that you want. As some would say, choose your hard. Choose it with open eyes and open arms, knowing that it's only part of the whole and is directly responsible for the impending joy that waits right on the other side. As one of my favorite coaches, Brooke Castillo, says, discomfort is the currency of your dreams. And I think that is a great thought to leave you with today. I hope to see you next time. Take care until then.